Hey King, hey Queen, you're listening to Don't Speak Defeat to Me podcast, where we give you the tools to survive, thrive, and flourish. And if you want to do any of those, well, you're in the right place. This is just the podcast for you. And in this season, we're giving you the keys to having a successful relationship. And we have a very special guest with us joining us on this episode is my very own mother and we're going to get down to the truth does mother truly know best mommy welcome to my podcast thank you (laughs) yeah she completely froze did you freeze yes a little bit thank you thank you it's okay it's okay i don't know why every time somebody comes on a podcast why do they always freeze when i say thank you for coming what is it because on the spur of the moment uh so yes yeah you know so you go blank as soon as i ask you but i didn't even ask no questions yet do i make you do i make you feel intimidated no So guys, my mom is joining me in this podcast and as you can you can hear, she's a very outspoken person. So you're in for a treat. I can tell you that you're in for a treat. But today's podcast is all about us mother know best. And we all know parents and children, we all have a generational gap, right? Yeah. And we all go through different challenges and we all handle it differently. How you would handle something wouldn't be the same way. I would ha- uh, you would what well, I would handle it right and how you would handle something I wouldn't handle it that way right so uh, we're gonna get down to this and we're gonna talk about relationships and we're gonna hear from the different generations how they deal and how what is their opinion or idea on this stuff that we in the younger generation is now probably now dealing with now going through or we're now having to face right so mommy um for for me growing up in a single parent household has been i i can't say for anybody else it has been bomb it has been the bomb for me <laughs> but you know there has been times you know i'm sure you would have wished there was a male figure around am i wrong am i right yes you're right right so for me now this is my this is leading into my next question is like do you believe in traditional rules for men and women yes every man and everyone have our rules to play in life and family life especially okay so what is your idea on that whole what is the rules? Because you know society is now putting different rules for different men, for different women. You know, men going with men, women going with men. So society is changing. They're mad, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> Listen, the role of a man in a house is a father figure and a husband, mm-hmm. right? The role of a woman is a mother figure and a wife. No, let me stop you there because if 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 we if I as a young person is to go and say a woman's job is just to be a mother and a wife, people will stone me to death. <laughs> Literally, they would stone me to death. So, talk me through your idea of why you think a woman is the should well I I is it that you're saying a woman a woman's role is only to be a mother and a wife? 
No, not really. But anyhow, it starts there being a mother, being a wife and a mother. Right. And then it continues. Into every other every, area. Every, every other area. So you're saying that a, a woman could be a CEO, but when she comes home, she has to be a wife. Yeah, she has to be a mother. Exactly. And I think for all, a lot of women, we have the, you know, we're so accustomed to calling the shots when we're outside of the home, being CEO, CEOs, being the boss babes that they are, and all of these things. And when we get home, we forget that we're, some, we're supposed to submit to our husbands. Now you just made a face at that word submit. What what was that? What was that? Well in my life growing up mm. when I became into womanhood mm-hmm. I ain't submitting to no man. <laughs> All the Bible tell you you got to submit to you your was husband. disobedient. But I always feel I was the head. What? I always feel I was in control. <laughs> I always feel that I I will ask some questions, but I always feel, well, it, it is my way. If you can't do it my way, it can't be done at all. Because when I th- think about his way and I think about my way, I think my way would have been better. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, but even if his way... Sounds slightly better. Well, if his way is better, fine. He will have. He will, he will get, have his way. He will have his way. But the majority of the time, I was always the leader. Ah, so is it so? This have I have so many questions now, right? <laughs> you just brought us so many questions, but for but for me, like. Uh, my question is like, if you were to get married now, right, mm. and you get a man that can lead and makes a wise decisions, could you submit to him? Well, I will have to pray real hard, <laughs> and then I will have to really do it because that's what the will of God says. Mm. All right, you know what I could. Once he do any right things and okay. make any right decisions. So I like that you said that because you know a lot of women, you know, and a lot of people and men as well, they preach on the topic. I'm um, submit to your husband, wife submit to your husband, but we can't submit to someone that's abusing us emotionally, physically, mentally, verbally. We can't submit to that, and so that's why we have to know what we are submitting to, right? Even though. Some of us may have, wink, wink, submission um, problems, wink, wink, but we have to know what we're submitting to. Now, I could, I could relate to you a little bit on that. Here's why. Because when I was younger, I always used to say, I will never submit a man. Never, never, never. But that stemmed from trauma that I went through. So... I was always, I'll never submit to a man until God was like, well, let me deal with you now. And when God began to deal with me and I began to deal with the the trauma and everything with God, I can now see how submitting to the right man can make life a little much easier and a little much better without having to make all those decisions and having that role on your shoulders, right? So... And now a question as you so as you said with decisions right so now my next thing is do you believe in couples having joint accounts 
Well, it depends. <laughs> Mommy. If he want to have a joint account with me, fine. But my money not going in that joint account. <laughs> what? He money alone going in. But I am a beneficiary. Uh, right? Uh, so I know what you're saying. So my money is mine, but your money is mine his, too. Yes, my money is mine, but his money is mine also. So how does he benefit from that then? Well, um, well, maybe or, 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 or we can have a joint account, but I won't be putting in too much. <laughs> I won't be putting in too much because I will be keeping mine saved secretly. Secretly. Yes, secretly. Secretly. You see, a woman must never let a man know what everything. Okay, talk, talk to me. Yeah, there are some things men not to know. Like if I have a bank account. Like if I have a bank account. Let's say I'm working for more money than him. Mm. Right? Yes, I will put some into the savings, the joint savings. Mm-hmm. But then I have my secret bank account. Because anytime he decides to play the fool. <laughs> I have my money to fall back on. Don't make style on me. Oh, okay. But isn't that like having secrets in the marriage? Secrets in the marriage? No. There are no secrets in the marriage because he might have a bank account. Why don't know about Aya? Well, well, then, then that does, then that just shows you don't trust him. <laughs> it just shows no, you don't trust him. I, my grandmother always tell me, don't let your left hand know what your right hand do. Oh my God! Way to take the scripture literal. Wow. No, but here's my thought on that, right? Right. For me, I just this is what I think, right? We could have a joint account, right? But here's what my thought is. We don't. Well, no, we don't have to have a joint account. If the if the joint account is just for us to pay bills and run the house, right? This is what my thought is. I put in money, he put in money into the account, and we oversee the house with that account. Yes. So every decision that we have to do for the house comes out of that account. Of that account. He has that, his, he has his account that, for savings. Account. I have my account for savings. Now, not everybody is going to agree with me on that. Not everybody, not every, you know, everybody think you need to pool resources and stuff. No, no, now, no. <laughs> not all the time. Now, now, if you know you're in a in a trustworthy relationship, I have no problem pooling resources. Here's why: because when we're pooling resources, you know, business could come out. You know, um, investments. You know, could come out. You know, all of these things we can do together as we pool resources. But the trust factor must be there. You know, I must be able to trust you with money, and you must be able to trust me with money. Right? So for me now, it's something like you don't trust him with your money, but you want him to trust you with his money. <laughs> right? Yeah. So now in today's society, you know, we see a lot of a lot of young people getting into open relationships. Right? And, you know, I, I want to know back in like in your generation, like how would how would you have your considered open relationship? Would you would have been taboo? What would it have been for you guys? Because if you don't know what an open relationship is, it's basically you're all, you're married to someone, but you're allowed to have other people on the outside to have other romantic relationships. Nah. 
It's, it's me and me alone. If you can't have me alone, no re- we don't have no relationship. So you're a one man. I'm a one man woman. Right. right? It's either me. If you want to have Tom, they can hurry. You go and have your fling out there. Don't, don't, don't include me in that. I want to see and I don't want to part of that. We will fall out real bad. Don't even come <laughs> in my house if you know you're doing that. Well, you guys, you hear, you're, you're hearing it for yourself. I can't, I, there's no way I could dumb this down, but you're hearing it for herself, you know? So back in, in like, in your, in your time, would, would that present, were that there, were people, was it as open as it is now? Well, it was there, but not as open and bold face as it is now. <laughs> it was there, but secretly, mm. a lot of secrets, you know? Somebody might tell you, hey, I see your husband by this woman, and you would say, that's just a friend, man. He just dropping off something or doing something with she next thing he have an affair with she. You know, men, mm. men, it's lies so much at you. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, mommy. No, 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 no. We're not here to bash men. Please, we're not. We're not here to bash men. We are not here to bash men. Lord, Father, Jesus, put a hand. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. We know, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, moving on, moving on. Let's move past this, <laughs> move past this now, immediately. No, but as a single mother, right? Is there anything you would have done differently in life? As a single mother? Mm. Well, I always wanted to get married mm-hmm. and have four children. <laughs> a husband who is working in a real nice job. I wanted to be a nurse, I wanted to be working also, mm-hmm. and that we would pick up, we would come home in the evening, pick up the children, come home, make dinner, sit down like a family and eat and drink and talk, how was it day, ask the kids how was it day, and then while I go do the dishes and then he would help the children with the homework and thing, mm-hmm. and then they would go to bed and, you know, but that never came my way. So, as a single parent, I was mother and father to my children. Mm. I was the breadwinner and I was mother and father to them. Yeah, so like in everything that you have done for us, right? Because you did a lot, you sacrificed a lot and I'm forever grateful for that. And sometimes you still sacrifice for us, right? And I'm grateful for that. But is there something you would have done differently? No? No. I will. You would do it all over again? Yes. Yes, I, I will do it all over again and even more. Mm. And I have to say thank you for every parent out there who have uh, who has single parent, come from a single parent home. We want to say thank you to our single mothers or the single fathers that raised us. I mean, a single parent is not an easy role. It's not. But, but the kind of generation they have now, it's really not an easy role, but... You got to stand firm and put on your foot what is right and what is wrong. Mm. And, you know, I work and I mind you. You got to listen to me. You got you live in my house. You got to do my my rules. You got to live by my rules. Anytime you start to feel you're bigger than me, get out. Right. I, I hear you completely. But, there is a but. Sometimes you guys could be protective from coming from trauma. So parents in life face trauma 
and they become so protective over their children that as children we suffer because of it right yeah, because what we go through in life we don't want our children to go through it yeah so the trauma that we go through we we don't want our children to go through it i mean uh, we have been through it already and for them to go through that no not at all the trauma i went through in life i don't want my children to go through that at all Mm. They must be, you know, well taken care of. Must be different. And, you know, we live in a modern day, <laughs> a modern time. Yeah. So, you know, everything is changed. Everything has changed. Yes. So, nah, they can't go to, you know, they can't go to that kind of trauma. I, I have been through. I love that, you know, because we can go through, you know, people in our family can go through generational trauma and not knowing it's generational trauma. And uh, I love the fact that you said you didn't want that for your children. And it, and it, you know, sometimes to break these generational trauma, we have to be a lot. Yes. We have to go through a lot. So I commend you on that mommy for, you know, bearing the burdens. Cause I know there were times that, you know, you cried. I know there were times you were angry and you, oh God, no, don't cry. No, I cried. No, you just always made that face whenever you went and cry. <laughs> you just always make that face. But no, I know there were times that you yelled at God and asked him, God, where are you? What you doing? You know, but I just want to thank you, you know, for, for taking up the role of wanting to break that generational cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That generational curse. And I thank you, you know. You know, not everybody will appreciate the lengths that you went to protect your children and you know you had to make some hard decisions yeah yeah and i know a lot of times single parents have to make hard decisions in life True. and so for me i could i could really i can't relate because i have no children but i could understand you know when you have to make a decision and you have to consider how it will impact every person in the closest proximity of you how it will impact them you know, sometimes the decision will not benefit everybody at the beginning. But in the end, they will be benefited. They yeah. will be beneficiaries of it. So I really commend you on making those hard decisions and stepping up to the game and saying that I will bear this by myself. I'll do this by myself. You know, yeah. you know that song is like, I don't need a man. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the thing, but you know, it's a song, the song, the song. We always have a song for this this if season. If you can do it on your own, why lean on a man? <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, now you song a little better. You song and like well, better, better, Betty. But I, I learned the hard way and I learned to be on my own. You, you was so burnt. you find that men... You have I, no see you for a man. Okay. We, I, told, we, I told God, you know, I made a covenant with God. I said, God... It's me and you now. I've had my share of men in my life. I've lived the life and it can have nothing. I have two children and what? All these men were a waste of time in my life. <laughs> Mommy! So come on. Let me just live for you, Jesus. You will be the man in my life. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You will be Jesus. the man in my life. Okay, all right. Let's... Let me be married to you. Oh, God. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on before we go into a rant here about our men and nothing. Oh my gosh. 
Guys, this is what I have to live with every day. I hear this rant every day of my life. So, is it a problem that I don't want to hear it in my own podcast? So, um, if there is something that you think you would want to teach Marissa and I, what do you think it would be? Well. Oh, boy. Oh first boy. thing I would teach you Just, all. Uh, why I even ask this question? Go ahead. The first thing I would teach you all is to know God. Yes, I agree. Have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Be obedient. Yes. Be respected. Mm. So people can respect you out there too. So be respectful, yeah. Yeah. And um, love, mm. you know. Love your family. Love God. You got to love God first before you can love anybody else. Yeah. Because if you don't have love for God, you can't even love yourself. True. So, you know, you got to have love for God. Yes. And after God, well, your family. Have love for your family. Yourself and your family. Yes. I would teach my children that. Okay, I love that. I, I, you know, every time we're talking, I'm talking about my future and I'm talking about my children. Like, everything for me, you will hear me be like, my children have to know God. You can, you yeah. can, yeah, for me, everything for me is my children if must know If you don't God. know God, you, you know where about in life. If you don't know God, you don't know nothing. You're <laughs> like a lost sheep, really lost. Yes. So for me, I always say for my, for me, my children, you know, like I make this joke and a lot of people think it's a joke, but it's a really true statement that I'm saying. I may say it in a joking manner, but it's a true statement that I, by the age five, my children should be talking in tongues and should be able to cast out demons because you must, you must have that kind of relationship with yeah. God. You must have that faith and that ability to know that, hey, I serve a, a strong God. I serve a powerful God. You know, bring up your children in the way of the Lord. And even though they backslide and they go and they do their own thing, there will come a time when they will sit back and they must say, my mother didn't bring me up to do this nonsense I do. And my mother, I was brought up in the house of the Lord and they will recollect and come back. Hmm. Yes, yes, I agree. So, for your your advice for single mothers or who's looking to go into a relationship, don't be bitter, Betty. But for those who's looking for a relationship and they have not given up on love, they have not given up on the idea of being with a husband or they still have that desire to get married, what would your advice for them be? Well, go to God. Mm-hmm. Ask God to send a God-fearing husband for you. Okay. Somebody who fears God. Yes. Ask God to send somebody who will love you for mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. and would love your children. Because if they can't love you, hmm. how could they love your children? I and guess. if you love me, you have to love my children also. Okay. Because my children is part of me. Yes. You understand? So, all is not lost. Mm-hmm. For women who looking to get married and settle down or came out of broken relationships and thing. But see God facing this. Mm. Truly, you got to see God face and ask him to send the right partner for you. Because you won't want to go through the situation that you went through before. Yeah. You know, you come like again, burn and burn and burn and you still do the same thing over and over. No, not your will, but God's will. 
Not mm-hmm. your way, but God's way. Amen. So, you know, let God have his way. In that situation, you will be taking that great step into. All right. Thank you. And let's move into our segment. Yo. That's crazy. Okay. So today's scenario is, I think I probably asked you this. You and your significant other migrated to another country. And they would, and your significant other was deported. But you weren't. Are you going back with him or are you staying where you are? No, this is your husband, eh? Not, not your boyfriend. This is your husband. Are you going back or are you staying? Well, if I love him very much, <laughs> I would come. It's the start for me. Go ahead. But if I, if I don't love him that much, I would stay. So, But if I see I could stay and make a way that he could come back, mm-hmm. I would do that. But if I see that there is no way he would be able to come back, then I will come back and reconcile with him. Now, now you say something there, and I just want to touch on it. Because why would we stay with someone that we don't love? Why? Well, sometimes people stay a lot of women who a lot of women who are being battered and things these days and being killed they love the person they with but the person don't love them but they're staying because of different circumstances mm-hmm. maybe they don't have anywhere to go mm-hmm. maybe they can't go back at the parents house mm-hmm. maybe the children yeah if, if it's them alone maybe they can move on yeah but then if they have children and they, they don't have a job they're not financially able to move on by themselves with the children then they would they would stay hmm. so then do you think as a society it is our job to create avenues for people who are in situations like this that we can let that we have a safe place for them that they're not they're not going to be taking care taken advantage of that we can create job jobs for them we can create um we have safe homes for them and their children until they could get onto their feet definitely we need that that's not a question to even ask <laughs> we need that we need that especially right now we have a lot of crimes a lot of abused women out there mm-hmm. and because they have nowhere to go no shelters to go to nobody to turn to they stay in the relationship and some of them even get the deaths yes so you know but yes they they need to have um they need to do something about that have a place for them mm-hmm. to go you know make help them to get a job to be to help stand up on their own two feet and start their life with their children all over again okay and do you do you believe that parents should say well that's your husband stick it out well them long time indian people let's do that <gasps> hello we know <laughs> no no they say oh you're married so that's your husband you have to stay no 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 if you've been abused in an abusive relationship the earliest part, you either see counseling. Mm-hmm. And if counseling doesn't work, get out. Mm. Get out. No man out there is going to abuse my children. Isn't that the truth? And the truth because... Huh. <laughs> but yes, so you heard it here, folks. And you heard it here, ladies. You know, 
and if you're in a relationship and you're seeing signs of abuse get counseling if counseling doesn't work or if they don't want to go to counseling get out it's not going to yeah. get better it's only going to get, get worse, worse and, get your death. and no amount of promises that they give you of i will change i will i will fix it i will be better they're never going to get better because all they know is to be abusive you know there's a saying there's a promise mm. there's i'm frightened to a hear promise, it a comfort a fool's heart uh-huh so don't let no man say, oh, babes, I love you. Come back now and hit you again. Mm. And this time when you go back, it's kick and butt you're getting. So, <laughs> oh, my no. gosh. Some women go back because they say, I can't do better. I love the man. You really. can't do better. I can't do better. I love the man. But then you love the legs too. And you love the All right, too. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're not going to do that. We're not going to judge these victims here. This is not what Don't Speak Defeat Me is about. No, we are not. If you are getting abused, mommy, when people are getting abused, they are in a cycle. They are being traumatized. They have PTSD and sometimes... And some of them don't know how to get out. It's not that they don't know how to get out. Some of them just believe that is how love is supposed to be but love does not hurt <laughs> love is something that should not hurt love is not something that is abusive love is not something that should force itself onto you love is something that is gentle love is something that is kind love is peaceful love is love is the most beautiful feeling that you can experience but when love brings you pain that is no longer love that is toxic right so i'm gonna end the podcast after i had to clean up that little mess you made there on this this quote from madeline albright and she said i think the hardest thing for a mother is to make it possible for a child to be independent and at the same time let the child know how much you love her how much you love them how much you want to take care of them and yet how truly essential it is for them to fly on their own your thoughts on that before we wrap up do you believe in that yes but my children will always be my children they could get big they could get married they could have children of their own they will they will always be my little children i will always look upon them as my children nobody else own but mine and of course and you'll and well i don't know about my sister but i know for sure she can probably say the same and i will say the same you'll always be our mother no matter how big we get y'all she face set up to cry no but you'll always be my mother no matter what and i love you i love you too so i hope this podcast helped you i hope you heard the differences in the generational gap but i hope you enjoyed this enjoyed this discussion and thank you again for coming here mommy thank you You're for welcome. being here and i love it's you a blessing all right and remember guys i love you god loves you be strong and courageous peace love blessings shalom